Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, President and Founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. Today, I want to discuss an article that was recently published. I'm so excited about this article by my dear friend, Mark Kilby. Mark and I have known each other for years. I love that guy to pieces. He's an incredible Agilist, and I really like the power of this article. And he talks about Scrum Masters and their ability to use observation when all teams are working virtual or in a remote virtual environment. And what I think is incredible is, you know, he starts off contextually talking about how Scrum Masters rely on their observational skills where they can see the team and they can see what's happening in there. They're on site and they can tell whether teams are just surviving or whether they're thriving and what's happening. And you can see areas where the teams need to focus on improvement. And you can see other areas where the team has really just got it together. So the question is, how do Scrum Masters attain their superpower, if you will, of observation when you have teams that are all working remote and people all working from home? And I think that it uses a different skill set altogether. And he goes through and describes the skill set. And he goes on to talk about the primary skill. And it's the one that I often say is the number one skill you need as a Scrum Master. And that's the ability to be an excellent listener. Listening needs to be your primary skill. You need to master active listening. You need to master asking the right open-ended questions. Uh, He gives an example. In sprint planning, a developer doesn't ask any questions, but just nods his head. Others may assume he understands the backlog item later when a developer is assigned a story. He can ask many questions. Uh, Were they listening during the sprint planning? What might have been a distraction? To avoid these types of challenges, you can ask questions that don't have simple answers. So he goes on to talk about the types of questions you can expect. And this keys in on my number one thing that I teach. And that's when you're asking a question to ask a powerful question. Make sure it's open-ended. Make sure it's deep. Make sure it involves uh, having a team think. You know, at what point did you notice this happened? Describe what you saw when this happened. Uh, tell me more about how it came to be this way. And what this does is it promotes insightful conversation about the work, but it also promotes an observation that you can make without actually having to be physically present for when the event actually happened. So it helps organizations and it helps Scrum Masters specifically to understand more about what's happening situationally so that they can ask the right right questions. Um, Oftentimes with facilitating retrospectives, I, I do away with the traditional three questions, what went well, what didn't go well. I lean on other questions. What have we learned about the team as a result of this sprint? What have we learned about the product as a result of this sprint? And when you start asking those deeper dive questions, that's when you start to gain the insight necessary in order for you to model or have this superpower, right? And I think that sometimes we we don't take into consideration either A, what we observe, or B, how we observe it and keep track of it. So I think sometimes what I encourage scrum masters to do is to, or coaches, is to identify patterns or anti-patterns to find and keep an observation log or a list or, or uh, you know, oftentimes what I'm telling my coaches to do now is uh, do a mind map, if you will, and set some benchmarks for where the team is today. And once we have those benchmarks for where the team is today, it should be easy for us to go in and say, okay, if this is where the team is today, let's look for areas where they've improved. Let's look for areas where they're struggling and we can set up an action and insight type thing. So here's the behavior I've observed. Here's the action that needs to be taken. 
And here are some insights about the discussion or about what we saw. And you can identify common threads or common patterns that happen across teams. And you can put together a reasonable action plan to help you tackle what you observe. Uh, Because obviously, in the days of having everyone together, this was an easy thing to do. But in the days where everyone's remote, you need to find creative solutions to help you figure out what's going on. Now, oftentimes I joke and I say, this is exactly why women make better scrum masters than men, because I feel like they have that sixth sense, that spidey sense, if you will. And they can usually tell when something's going on or going wrong, even before many people internally can. So I guess the best piece of advice I can give here is if you are a coach or a scrum master in a remote environment, find ways to capitalize on that spidey sense. First of all, identify what the spidey sense is, ask powerful questions, Become a really good listener, you know, uh, find ways to be uh, open, to to be open to learning, open to solutions, find ways to uh, focus, right? Uh, You know, the five values, find ways to stay focused on what the team's doing and make brilliant observations, find ways to be open, find ways to make sure you're being respectful to both the team and to the remote environment that you're working in. Of course, find ways to make sure people meet and uh, and meet their commitments and can successfully complete the things they've committed to. And, you know, have extreme courage. Don't be afraid to ask those powerful questions. Because what I've noticed is active listening is more than just hearing what someone says. Uh, Active listening is digging a lot deeper. If you've never watched a video, it's not about the nail. You need to go watch that video. Because uh, the video highlights a young lady with a nail sticking out of her head. And uh, she's complaining about the pain that she's feeling and the suffering and that all of her sweaters are snagged, all of them. And (laughs) she just doesn't want to observe that the nail could be the problem. And the guy in the the video, he's like, you know, well, you could start by removing that nail out of your head. And she's like, it is not about the nails. And she's insistent it's not about the nail and that he just needs to listen. And I think that when you get the gist of this video... Sometimes people don't want you to come in and solve their problems. Sometimes what people are looking for is a sounding board. They want to be able to express their problem to you. They want to be able to talk about what's happening. They want to be able to focus and share what they have with you so that they can hear themselves think through and logically solve the problem. So sometimes active listening could actually become passive listening in a way uh, where you're not actually taking an action based on the listening but you are actively listening to what the person says, if that makes any sense. Because sometimes I think the best scrum masters and coaches in the world aren't the ones that solve world hunger. They're the ones that teach everybody else how to solve world hunger. Because, you know, you can only feed so many people, but if you teach other people and give them part of your superpower, then it helps you regain control over the situation and helps the organization have better organizational coaching stability. Well, I hope this episode of the Daily Standard was meaningful to you. I know I enjoyed it. As always, we encourage you to tune in and it's hump day. So make sure you go do the hump day challenge every Wednesday. Agile Dad posts posts the hump day challenge out there on LinkedIn, on Twitter and on Facebook. Go take advantage of the hump day challenge. It's lots of fun. And uh, go visit agiledad.com. We've got lots of free stuff out there available for you. We're 255 episodes of the Daily Stand Up Strong. So thank you all for joining us again. We encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until we meet again, until next time, do take care.